0: Welcome to the kingdom business podcast i'm your host jr fitch and i'm sitting in with the great lz yo what it do <laughs> what did you say what it do what it do it's better than what it don't i guess happy tuesday bro man what a day it's a major heat wave going on in texas this week be over a hundred degrees every day this weekend and next week what yeah I just saw the weather are that, we gonna be in Texas next week next week yeah baby the podcast is going on the road I love when the podcast goes on the road actually the whole morelord team is on the road next week at the Morelord Mastermind the first one we've ever hosted and it's sold out jam-packed gonna be an incredible weekend of three things encounter impartation. And activation. If you know, you know, (laughs) if you know, you know, I can't wait. We're really, uh, really looking forward to that. If you're a, if you're an intercessor, we sure would covet your prayers over that event, uh, as everyone from all across the country travels to Frisco, Texas, to be a part of that. Uh, we've got a a massive slate of attendees as well as, uh, I'm, I'm really blown away. You know, it kind of goes back to our first episodes. I'm blown away by the, the, the caliber of people that have jumped into help participate and impart that weekend. It's going to be amazing.
1: It is. And I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways, normally I'm on the other side. I'm on the attendee side and it's going to be cool to sit back and watch from a production side. um, If you would uh, and, and see these, see these business kingdom folks come in and sit down expecting one thing. Oh Yeah. And I, I know that's a lot of wind on this is that the Lord's giving has given you a different model. And I like to call it the the reverse click funnel because <laughs> it is because you normally, you, you know, it's this it's this journey to get close to a, a, a revelation piece or a person or something. You have to, you know, you have to keep clicking, 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 clicking and doing, doing, doing. But the Lord's told you just to give direct access. That's right. That's what's really cool.
0: Yeah. And then we'll start from there.
1: So, you know, in the grand scheme of the whole weekend, what, what is your goal? What do you want to see these attendees grab a hold
0: of? Well, uh, you know, you know, as well as I, that one of the big callings on my life is to activate Kings in the marketplace. Yeah. And what does that really mean? And so my hope and prayer is that they leave activated in a way that they've not been activated before.
1: I think, uh. They're gonna definitely leave with more keys on their key ring, yeah for sure, you know, and especially I can't say this enough and and for those of you that are listeners and um you know you you may be interested in our future masterminds, we will be having another mastermind here very, very soon. Stay
0: tuned, it's gonna be epic, yeah,
1: yeah, um but if if that's you if you're like, hey, my business, you know, I just feel like that every year. I anticipate this year being the year, and I feel like that when the year comes and it's gone, I've not accomplished what I want. If that's you, chances are you're not doing anything wrong. You just need a little bit of guidance on how to direct certain things in your business or in your strategy. Come be a part of what we're doing. I promise you will leave with keys from heaven, and it's because you've made it a priority that the presence be the primary thing that's in the room. That that to me is incredible. I can't wait to watch it unfold.
0: Yeah, presence over performance every time. You know, we we whatever we do, we want to be hosts of the presence. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so uh, anything funny happened to you here lately? Anything funny? Yeah, like have you had any encounters in public? Randy Wilson's story came up. Have encounters in public? You know, with just weird people. Anything funny happened?
0: Have you had any sort of encounters? Well, I'll tell you this: the other day, I we were, need to laugh. We were walking out the front door of my office. And you were standing behind me as we're coming out the front door of my office.
1: This is a good story.
0: And this dude that you know in Dalton is getting out of his truck right there on the front sidewalk of the building and he's waving at you. You're behind (laughs) me. I I can't see that he's waving at you. And so I kind of, I kind of jokingly, I totally jokingly, if you all know me, you know how I would do this. I got real serious with the guy. I say, Hey, quit waving at me. And this dude got a real big smile on his face. Excuse me. It was a fighting smile. Yeah, bro. This dude walked up like he was going to punch me in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, bro, I was, I was just kidding. You know, and we, we were able to kind of get him calmed down. But I thought the guy was fixing to deck me right oh, there. The- bro,
1: he's a big old teddy bear. <laughs> he does yeah. look like he'd fight, though. He
0: didn't look like he was a teddy bear. He looked like a grizzly bear. That you know,
1: day. you know, he was ready. I'll tell you, it's it's so funny because. When we look at people, it's real easy for us to judge it's really easy for us to put people in categories. They're gay, they're straight, they're male, they're female, they're black, they're white, they're brown, they're Christian, they're agnostic. We have all these categories that we can put people in, but you know, when Stephen hopped out of that truck, he looks like a boy that would tussle. He was ready. Now, back in the day, Stephen was, would tussle. Stephen was ready. Well, I think
0: he would tussle that day. Well, you know, I saw him again. There wouldn't have been much tussle to it, though. He'd have knocked me into next week. I wouldn't <laughs> want to tussle with him. I would want to
1: tussle with him, but you know it was funny. I saw him in Jefferson's the next week. I was with my parents, and I went over to him. Was just talking to him, and he got a, he got a big kick out of that that day. That really? made his day. Oh yeah, he thought it was
0: funny. He well, thought it was he thought it was great. I was I was afraid it was not going to be funny.
1: So well, it was funny. I was laughing. I was yeah. hoping it was going to go down. Yeah, you were behind me. I that, was like, yeah, get him, street fight, get him. So what do we do to keep from looking at folks like Stephen and making an assumption about who they are? When it comes to this movement that's happening in our nation with the LBGTQ community. Well, first of
0: all, um, LGBTQ, let's, let's put a comma there because I don't want Steven to hear this and think Steven's not gay. That we, that we thought that it's, that's, the, it's I mean, you just, you just brought that. You just, I'm like, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to transition into the, yeah the, 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 the talk that we're going to have today, but yeah, but for, Steven's the rec- not gay. for the record, Steven, if you're listening and I know you are, we didn't think that about you. No. Not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: No, no, but we, we the way I was putting it together was how we assumed Sure. He wanted to fight. Right. Well,
0: I didn't. No, he, he there was no assuming. He was ready.
1: But, you know, really when it comes down to it, he's a loving father. Yeah. A loving husband. Yeah. He probably wouldn't hurt he wouldn't hurt anybody unless he had to. Right. But in the grand scheme, when we get out in public, let, let's, for I, instance, I do
0: think you're right though. We, we tend to size people up and label them.
1: Oh, we do. We do. The first time I met you, I did the same thing. I thought you were from the mafia, but you know, what do we do? Like when we were in in and out in Vegas mm-hmm. and we, we were standing there in a packed, packed restaurant and the two young ladies next to us, they had the, sh- they had the hat on. Right. It's, it was obvious and we could have made an in the moment assumption. How do we handle situations like that with people that are dealing with an identity crisis.
0: You know, it's crazy. I think for me, and I'm certainly no expert in, in this because, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that tends to see humor in a lot of things. And if you know me at all, you know, that I can be in almost the most horrific of circumstances and find something funny to say. Um, and sometimes it's really appropriate and sometimes it's just downright obnoxious, but it's just it's just how I am. But I'm not a I'm certainly not an expert um as far as being a psychologist on answering that question. But for me uh years ago I'm I'm part of a, a group of people all over the country that are business leaders uh and we pray together on a regular basis and have for years and um when we first started I remember we were praying and we're all business guys, so this all started out with these prayers of, um, you know, in your mind, you're thinking God's going to do something with this group. We're all going to be praying together, and God's going to bless our prayer, and we're going to make all this money and all this, right? Because we're all business people. And in reality, what happened was, as we started praying, our prayers turned into this repeated cry to let us see people the way you see people. And I'll never forget one of the guys, we'd been praying that, you know, to have the heart of the father, to see people the way God sees people. And I'll never forget, we were, we'd been praying together probably six or eight weeks at this point. And one of the guys shared this story. He was on an airplane flying somewhere across country. And there was a little, a young girl that was in the aisle of the airplane and she was just dancing and so happy and in her own little world, she was just this precious little girl. And all of a sudden, this guy just became overwhelmed with emotion and started crying, watching this little girl play. And he realized that that's how the father looks at us. Mm-hmm. And he became overwhelmed. And as he was telling the story, he was, he was kind of he was crying on the phone as, we're, as he's sharing his story with the group. And the Lord spoke to me and was like, That's an answered prayer because we've been praying, Lord, let us see people the way you see them. And suddenly he's overwhelmed with emotion because he sees this little girl from the perspective of the father. That's incredible. And to think that that's how he sees all of us. This is a very long answer to your question, but I think a key or the key for me is to, to, to not label people or to not just size people up and assume things. Uh, and that's tough to do, especially when you have the gift of discernment, like so many of us tend to think that we do. Uh, I don't think that the gift of discernment means that you have discernment in every situation. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I know people that can be so spot on with discernment in certain situations and miss it by a country mile somewhere else. Uh, I think we all have blind spots. But I think the secret to not labeling people is to learn to see people the way he sees people. You know, to to have the heart of the Father towards people. And that keeps you from assuming too much.
1: So when when you say see them as the Father sees them, can you, can you unpack that? Like, because how, how do we as human beings, as flesh position ourselves to see what the father
0: sees? Well, I think it go it, it has to come for me. It, it, it It's a, you have to go through a process of drawing closer to him in, in times of intercession and prayer and, and actually asking for the heart of the father to act, you know, and ask him to transform your vision, to transform your heart or people. Uh, I don't think that that necessarily comes overnight. I think it goes, it comes as a process through a process of intimacy with the father.
1: Yeah. I believe the same. I also believe that we have to remember that just because there was a stick, there's been a stigma built around specifically homosexuality.
0: Right. And when you say stigma, you're talking about like you can look at somebody's behavior or clothing or you know, you can, you can look at people and decide, okay, that's so this,
1: but when I say the word stigma here, I'm meaning like there's been, there's like a, there's like a, there's like a a, a, a mentality or a facade built around the homosexual community as to how, if you're not homosexual or if you're not comfortable with homosexuals, you see it in a certain vein and that's kind of how you see it. You know, you, you just see it as bad. It's just sin. and It's just bad and it's immoral. Right. And that stigma there really is not fair because
0: I have sin. Certainly. Well, first of all, a couple of things. one, where where I drop anchor on this is sin is sin. True. Bible says the homosexuality is sin. Uh, it also says that lying is sin and killing is sin. That's and right. All kind of no other things. So none of us are without sin. That's right. right. So I think that's the point you're trying to make where we drop anchor on the podcast is where, you know, where my faith belongs is in the category of right and wrong. And I consider that wrong. Yes. Uh, and I think, you know, I want to clarify that for anyone that's listening. However, I don't think that just because I disagree with someone's choices or that I don't choose to participate in their choice of sin, uh, means that I somehow am more holy or more righteous than they are in the eyes of God. Right. I think that, uh, right is right. Wrong is wrong. But at the foot of the cross, I believe that all sin is, you know, the foot of the cross is level. (laughs) And so sin is sin. And so, you know, that's where Jesus says that, you know, you, that, has no sin, cast the first stone. And so, you know, I'm not going to cast stones in that direction. I will say this, God has really broken my heart for that community. As you know this over the last probably year and a half, um, more like two years, I've, I've come into a deeper understanding and revelation of, of a lot of things going on there with folks, because I've come to know some folks that walk in that lifestyle and I've, or have struggled with that lifestyle and I've come to know them closely and, and dearly as friends. And so when you hear their sto- their stories, uh, or when I heard their stories um, up close, their testimonies of how that all happened and, and the struggle that they have lived and lived since, um, it really broke my heart for that community. And so uh, this is something we've not talked about on the podcast. It's something that we have debated about uh, quite frankly you and I quite a bit Uh, in term not not whether or not to talk about it but just how to approach this subject because the last thing I want is for this to come across as ugly or 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 vindictive in any way or or divisive you know we had a we had a graphic out on social media recently that love wins and I think ultimately that's that's where I want to fall in this in this conversation is it? is coming at it with a heart of love. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's coming a shift in the kingdom where we're going to have to figure out how to love people despite the life that they've chosen for themselves. Absolutely. And I think that's where religion gets broken is right there because many of us attend churches where we can celebrate and shout and go crazy when a drug addict comes in and gets saved, healed, filled with the Holy Ghost, delivered, all that right. Or an alcoholic or a whoremonger or whatever. But you know, when, but, and and I'm not talking about my church, I'm talking about just the kingdom at large. Yeah. But when a homosexual shows up and gets saved, we've got all these conditions like, uh, well, okay, that's great. But now we, you know, can't be around the kids. Right. And you can't be in leadership and you can't this and that. And, and all of that is reasonable in my mind. Sure. You know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. That's safe. You know, so I'm walking the tightrope here because I get it. What I'm talking about is that the kingdom at large. Right. I'm not talking about Sunday school class. That's right. I'm not talking about all that. I just use that as an example. What I'm talking about is, is we've got to get to a place of revelation of seeing people the way the father sees them. Yep. That we look past or beyond the choices, the lifestyle. Absolutely. And we learn to love the person. Absolutely. We learn to love the eternal person. Yeah. That's inside of them. That's it.
1: And you were talking about the graphic that we put up on a, fa- on a Facebook page this morning at more Lord love wins. And the scripture says, love bears, all things, believes, all things, hopes, all things, endures all things. Hmm. And I, I've said this for a couple of years and I mean this with everything in me, we scream from our soap boxes, love, 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 right? But church, we can't love our neighbor as ourselves If we don't first know how to love ourselves. And the way we learn to love ourselves is by receiving the love of the Father. Right. So all of this starts, if you're having trouble, and this could be with homosexuality, this could be with racism, this could be with anything. If you're having trouble loving your brother or your sister, right, you may need to go back to the cross. Mm. You may need to go into Ephesians and do what Ephesians 2 tells you and climb up in the lap of Jesus and allow your frequencies to resonate with his. Mm. Because most of the time, mm. When we have a problem with somebody, it doesn't have to do with what they did to us. It has to do with how we see them compared to what we believe. Sure. So I want to make a declaration that our homosexual brothers and sisters, transgender, anywhere you fit LGBTQ in that range, we love you. Absolutely. And 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 I, there was a post I made this last week and somebody put up a picture of a Banner over a church door, trying to contradict what I was saying, and I want to say this: You are welcome. You're welcome when we have Dalton Worship Room, which is coming up this Friday night. Shameless plug: seven p.m., one thousand one South Thornton Avenue, Dalton, Georgia. Dalton Greater Works. Come be a part of it. If you're a drug addict, if you
0: have problems with addiction, if you're clean now, but you come, come be a part of it. You know, all you, are welcome. You know, we all see these memes though, where you know they've got this trans person that's reading books about becoming transgendered to a yes. bunch of school kids and drag queens doing the same thing. And, and I've shared it. Yeah. Okay. Drag queens. Yeah. Okay. So I've shared that stuff, those graphics, those memes all over social I mean We all have. Right. But certainly I think there's a problem with that. Big problem. I think, you know, that's a huge, I mean, I, if that were my child, I would have a fit. I right? would, I would too. Here's the thing. I don't have a fit with a grown man deciding that's what they want to be. That's, that's a whole nother debate. Yeah. 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 Right. Whole other conversation for another time. I do have a problem with that, but the issue here that I'm talking about with these these children is, as the parent, I should be the one that has the ability to decide when to have that conversation with my yes. son. Yep. Not because some dude dressed up as a woman came to school. Yes. Now, all of that in parentheses to say, with Kingdom Vision, we should see that trans person and recognize there's a lot going on there inside of them. Oh, and also
1: recognize that they're a son or daughter. That's what way. I, that
0: was what about the yeah. next thing to come out yeah. of my mouth is yeah. that, that this is a son or daughter That's whose it. whose spirit and soul are eternal. Yes. And as, as kingdom people, we've got to get to a place where we have a perspective that allows us to bridge that gap. So certainly I am not in any way endorsing that lifestyle being right. indoctrinated into, into elementary kids and all that, that's garbage and hogwash. And in my opinion, uh, will never be normal. will never be something I normalize right. or accept and is outrageous. In my opinion. Yep. All that said, there's still a human being who's, whose eternity hangs in the balance there. Oh yeah. And I think that's where it's very tough. We've got this shirt that says intercessor over activist, Right. And so certainly there are times when that activist piece of us as kingdom people comes out, this Roe versus Wade thing, you know, there, there are entire sections of the kingdom who have done nothing but dedicate their lives to being activists to protest that, but have never ever crossed the Rubicon of there are women whose lives have been destroyed absolutely by this. Yeah that need love from the kingdom. And so as we're all evolving in our understanding of what God, uh, God's perspective of us is, you know, as we're all growing closer to him, uh, in in our own journeys, I think at the, at the center of it has to be love. And, and, and my heart's cry just continues to be, let me see him like you see him. That's it. If I can see him the way you see him, then then we're going to be okay. That's it. You know,
1: and I want to I add a little side note to that. Any of the drag queens that we're talking about that, that we, and I'll be, I'm, I'm with JR. I don't want you teaching my son, my children, anything. Right. But I want to give an invitation to you. I, <clears throat> I'll sit down with you. Sure. I, I'd love to buy, I'll buy your meal. I'll buy you a coffee. Um, you can come in your drag attire if you'd like. Sure. Um, that right. doesn't bother me. Just bring Landon a wig. Bring me a wig. <laughs> bring me a wig. We'll be the first time. Hey, bald guys do weird things. You know, I hope that everybody hears the heartbeat. And as I'm sitting here across the table from you, yeah. I hear your words. I'm seeing your face. I feel yeah. the love of Jesus.
0: Well, I think this is a much bigger conversation that's probably going to take weeks and weeks to unpack. Probably so. I don't want to uh, hijack all of season two with this. But but it is something that's been heavy on my heart for the last couple of years. And I think it it is a key to the next breakthrough for the kingdom. I think if we're going to experience the fullness of Yahweh and revival that we're all contending for, one of the big pieces of that is how do we love the homosexual community in that, in the midst of that revival? Come on. I think that that is one place of tremendous harvest for the kingdom. And, and I think so far there certainly are pockets of the kingdom that are getting it right. Uh, But I think, I think in order for revival to happen, We're going to have to figure out how to love that community.
1: Well, I'll tell you. um, Hopefully have a special guest here in the next week or so. Yes. That will be able to shed some light on what he's hearing
0: and seeing. But I'll tell you. Big things coming. Yeah. Big things coming. Speaking of big things coming, morelordkingdom.com. Get
1: all your merch there.
0: Y'all are not going to believe the new stuff. It's so cool. It is fire. But in the meantime, reorder your old stuff because I know you've worn it out. And speaking of that, I want to go ahead and give everyone
1: fair warning. Order the catalog stuff now because you don't know when we're going to stop printing the OG stuff.
0: That's right. A lot of this stuff is being phased out with the new stuff coming in. So if you've got, you got shirts that you love that are standbys, you better get them ordered. Morelordkingdom.com. Hey, go get a pack of Ignite.
1: Get a box of it. Get two boxes of it. 24-pack. It'll change your life. Unfamiliar with it? Check it out online. Igniteafire.net. You can shop in three places. Grillgreat.com, mystore.com, and Igniteafire.net. Dalen rug. Yes, the get glory you, rug. Get yourself a rug. You won't, you won't regret it. Be the best money you ever spent going into a good kingdom business. Yes, sir. We love our Dalton
0: people. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. We'll talk soon. More, Lord.